Success never ever comes in a golden box with a red ribbon tied around it. It could be a phone call from a friend or, you know, it could be, you know, these days a DM on Instagram, whatever. It could be a message on LinkedIn. So be open for those listening to my voice. Be open and welcome opportunities in whatever shape or form they come to you. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. I interview the top commercial real estate investors and industry experts so you can learn from their experiences. So if you're an investor, a high W-2 earner or real estate or tech sales professional that wants to invest in real estate without having to manage properties or leave your day job, then this podcast is for you. Or if you're already investing in real estate, but you're doing it part-time and you want to become a full-time multifamily or full-time commercial real estate investor, this podcast is for you too. You're going to learn a ton. You will learn from real-life multifamily investors and other professionals in the industry. They're going to share their blueprints for success. And I'm super excited that you're here. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. My name is Abel Pacheco. I'm your host for the Five Talents Podcast, and I'm just super excited today. I'm super blessed to have what an amazing guest, probably somebody you know in the podcasting space. I really grew up in the syndication side, listening to a lot of his shows, pumping those out. Actually, probably one of the first podcast appearances that I was on, Mr. Ola Dantes. Ola, thank you very much for joining us, man. Hey, Bo, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Can't wait to kind of dig in with you today. You are in good company, my friend, and just really value all of the education, all the ways you give back. It takes so much to put on. Now I really realize how much time, effort, and energy it takes to put the podcast out there as I'm, as I'm beginning my own. You've been doing it for such a long time and just pouring yourself out and helping others and have that good heart. And, and I just, I really appreciate it, man. And thank you very much for joining our show as well. So no, um, thank you. Yeah. For those that don't know Ola, we do have a lot of passive investors and kind of new people that are joining the multifamily scene. You can find him at dwellin.com. He's the founder and CEO of that multifamily investment syndication firm. And in the world, you have to realize this when you listen to the show, grab a pen and a piece of paper because he's successfully sourced about $40 million of multifamily and really commercial real estate. So with sellers, other apartment syndicators across the country, he's personally invested in about 500 doors. He's a general partner. He's an active individual. He's a podcast host. And he's only been in the US for just a few years. He's already successfully completed what a lot of us are trying to achieve as the end end run. And he's just got a fantastic story. Also, if you're on Instagram, you may already know who he is. He's got about 45,000 followers or his community there on Instagram. So he's one of those individuals that we're just happy to have on the show. Ola, thank you, brother. Thank you so much. I should, I should let my wife hear that introduction. I appreciate it. <laughs> Rewind and play once it comes out. Man. So, so why don't you tell us about yourself? Tell us about what you're doing now. And, you know, we'll just dig right in. Yeah, sure. So, you know, obviously, thank you for having me. My name is Ola, Ola Dantes. Where do I start, right? I came to the U.S. 
you know, this is recorded October 2020. I like to tell people, you know, America is the best country on the planet. Most people might be like screaming at the gym right now if you're in your car, like, what is this dude talking about with the weird accent? It is the best country on the planet. I came here, like you said, a few years ago, seven years to be precise, and really done pretty well, um, you know, obviously through hard work, a lot of pain, a lot of rejection. So now, obviously, we, you know, we buy multifamily assets typically in the state of Texas. And I actually moved my family just before the lockdown from Maryland to, you know, Houston, Texas, just to scale our business, you know, pay attention. That's a sacrifice, right? You know, so, you know, we did that in January and then we got here and then, hey, they, they shut down the whole, you know, basically the whole state and the whole country as everyone knows. But that didn't stop us. We're still obviously active in the market. We're still looking to buy assets and we're still looking to give our limited partners, our passive investors return. But obviously I didn't wake up one day and start buying apartments. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Let's talk about that a little, a little bit. So, you know, my wife and I came to this country, like I said, you know, shortly thereafter she got a job, you know, then I got a job and we, we were living in Maryland at the time. And, you know, we had great jobs, right? We were ironically living in a big apartment complex and, you know, I remember just kind of going to work and coming back home, going to work, coming back home. And I'm like, is this it? Like, we, we do this and we die? Like, there's the, the American dream there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, it's pretty predictable, right? And I can almost see where this is going to end, right? I was like, I think I want more, right? More, not just money. I don't want to, you know, I don't want you guys to think that. It's just you know, a more fulfilling life. And kind of when I was pondering that, and I always like to tell this story, but when I was pondering that, a friend of mine from the UK called me and said, hey, Ola, you know, I want you to meet me in Dubai. I've got to meet some investors there and I want you to come and help me with my business. Now, the reason that I like this is because everybody expects success to come in a big announcement. You know, success never ever comes in a golden box with a red ribbon tied around it. It could be a phone call from a friend or, you know, it could be, you know, these days a DM on Instagram, whatever. It could be a message on LinkedIn. So be open for those listening to my voice, be open and welcome opportunities in whatever shape or form they come to you. Anyway, after I got the call, I did what every smart man does. I prayed about it and, you know, I asked my wife uh, and my wife was like, well, very interesting. You guys could use, you know, Skype. I mean, this was way back before Zoom became, you know, a staple for all of us, you know, or Zoom or, or FaceTime or whatever. Why do you have to go all the way there? And I told my wife, hey, maybe if I do go there and I learn a couple of things, maybe it could help our family. Moreover, in my mind, I, I was kind of looking for something different anyways. So anyway, long story short, I was on the plane to Dubai, got to Dubai. You know, my friend and I were just in a very standard hotel and we were just kind of masterminding on this business, right? And I realized like, hey, he's doing really well. He's doing property investing, you know, which is what it's called in the UK where I grew up. And he was doing pretty well. I was like, oh my goodness. So obviously on my way back to America, uh, you know, I was like, hey, I think I should, I should check this out when I get back home. So obviously when I got back to the US, I, I went straight to my best friend. Google, <laughs> see what is real estate investing. <laughs> um, tell me more about this thing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this same website kept coming up, Bigger Pockets, Bigger Pockets. So, you know, I plugged into their podcast and then every, almost every guest, we talk about this book 
rich dad poor dad i'm like okay i went to my second best friend amazon.com i love reading <laughs> we can talk we can touch on that later as well you got to read to be yeah. successful you have you have to be an avid reader got the book and i was like the best way i can describe it able is my brain got an uppercut like literally i was like oh my god this guy is literally talking about what i've been trying to articulate the whole go to work come home like oh my goodness and you know two three months after that we bought our first building a duplex in Baltimore Maryland and house hacking you know became a thing for us and to kind of conclude as well i think this is really important i've said a lot i really want to unpack some of the things i've said but anyway just to, you know i like to say this is a classic you know night in my house you know my wife and i at home doing what lovers do <laughs> cooking right <laughs> cooking <laughs> and, and i was basically just telling her like hey you know we just bought this you know this building and we've got tenants upstairs and we were living downstairs and you know my account just keeps growing like it just keeps growing and just have, I have all this money you know which is something new for me because I go you know I got money and it went right out got money went right out but you know for us I was like and she, and she said me too baby me too I have so much money so we're thinking oh my goodness if we did this like five times we wouldn't have to go to a job right so that epiphany was what really started our journey and shortly thereafter we set up dwelling.com and as they say the history is is been made that's awesome that run from the beginning to your first investment how long was that you know the moment that you heard property investing and to the time that you said okay we're going to go buy our second deal how long probably, was that I, i'll probably say that four to six months yeah about four to six months so you were, yeah. you were active you were moving quickly that's oh you gotta you know, be that's obsessive. taking action baby All right. yeah you gotta be obsessed i can go on a whole yeah. podcast topic on that you gotta yeah. be so a few a few things yes you did what any good man does prayed and asked his wife i'm like there you go. <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you that a lot of my success, you know, 100% of it is probably those two and in together, mm-hmm. that's 150%. And she's my strategic partner. Hey, as well. So she's, yeah, they have that intuition. Yes. And if you listen to your wife or listening now, if you're married, it's yes, bring her along, ask her for help, get her guidance, it's going to help. And then uh, God is good, my friend. And then your best friend, yes. freaking Google. I love it. <laughs> so for those that are listening that are from my IT and tech background, I started in 2006, Ola, at a company called Rackspace. It's an IT hosting company. But I was what I am when these questions would come across. I'm like, what is, you know, Lampstack? What is IIS? What is .NET? And I would, I am my friend. And my friend always had the answer. He always had the answer. And when I t- talked to him after a while, I go, dude, how is it that you know all this tech stuff? And he goes, oh, well, you know, when you send it to me, I put it in Google and then I give you the answer. <laughs> I go, dude, that was his best friend also, man. That's 100%. There you go. And Amazon, Yeah, there you go. I, yo, go yes, ahead, go ahead. yes. No, no, no. I was just going to say, it's so fascinating, right? We're, we're also looking at land development right now. And I was, I'm looking at a land here, you know, in a very nice area in Katy, Texas, for those that know, you know, a little bit of Houston. And this land that I'm looking at has a solid waste, you know, plant or landfill, should I say? Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is that? Like, I, obviously, we know what waste is, but what is yeah. solid waste? 
And, you know, I just went to Google and I just, before you knew it, in 30 minutes, I've watched videos on solid land. I can tell you technically yeah. all about solid waste. And, you know, the funny thing, the reason I'm saying this is if you're alive right now, 2020, if you want to learn about, I know this is a little bit extreme, neurosurgery, like brain surgery, you could watch YouTube. We have no, our parents... Our parents in the 80s had to send letters, okay? Today, we can Instagram, DM, watch a YouTube video, learn about astrophysics or whatever you like. So there is just no excuse to not be doing so much more than our parents. Just no excuse. Yeah. There's never been a time in the history of our, you know, humankind that we can actually go and find as much information as readily available at our fingertips and so if there's something that you want to go do and you have hopes, desires, and dreams, like it's all you, <laughs> if you want to go yes. do it, then you can go do it. No one's going to yes. stop you whatsoever. It's all you. Yes. So, I mean, uh, I, we, I mean, we always said like social media is like bad and, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't know if Instagram is good for us and Facebook and kind of like just the, the, the divisiveness in our nation and things like that. But honestly, I don't think social media is bad it's just the type of social media so if you're young get off instagram get off facebook go on youtube learn learn how to code go on you know that's what you should be using your time to do go on bigger pockets if you like real estate yeah that's awesome so this is a great you know jumping point because i know you have a heart to give back and help others right and you've already done a ton ton of followers you did your first deal on to the next and we'll, you know, talk about the next deals, you know, but what advice, what tactical steps, what actionable items do you think that somebody is, I'm 40, I had a professional career, I've invested through it, I had a little bit of means to myself, so it was easier for me to kind of spend some money, coaching, mentor, whatever, but hey, if somebody's a little younger, they may not have that same position as I did to get started can you give them some tactical, actionable items to say, man, if you're, if you're that younger next generation, where, where do you go? What do you do? Just, you know, give me a couple of nuggets here. Yeah. A couple of things is, you know, I, I, like I said, as you know, Abel, I grew up in London. Right. And I always debate my friend. He's also doing pretty well in, in you know, real estate investing in the UK. The U S has something called the FHA program, which means you only have to drop 3.5% down to buy property yeah now in life this is just a flat fundamental law you don't know what you don't know somebody might go oh, i knew that somebody might hear this and go oh what, what is that i don't know that so you don't know what you don't know so that's one tactical step if you're in america you're young you're in your 20s you just finished college and you're thinking this guy's talking about you know i should go buy property but i don't have any money I didn't either, right? But 3.5% down of 100,000 is $3,000, $5,000, whatever, right? It depends. If you're in California, move. If you're in New York City, move, right? Most people die in the corner of the world. Don't be that. Explore. You are the best country. If you think, I mean, you know, I'm in a bad area, move. Move to a better state. Move to a better city. You the, you literally have the means to do that if you live in America. You're not in Iran or, you know, somewhere in the world. You're in America. You can move anywhere. So that's, you know, two, two tactical steps right there. You can explore the FHA program, Go Google that. Remember your best friend. You can move if you're in a city that is that has a lot of you know high-priced real estate. 
Third thing, and I think most importantly, is find a mentor, right? You know, you can do this by yourself, no doubt. Many people before us, we're not the first people trying to buy real estate. Come on, I've been around for centuries, right? So you can do this quicker, right? So if you find someone that is doing what you're trying to do, Go work for them. I'm sure you've heard this before. If you listen to this podcast, you this is not this is not like fresh news, right? <laughs> like go go find a mentor if you can't afford them, which is fine. Work for them. Be valuable. Don't be short term in your thinking. Like oh, you will not even believe able. People reach out to me on bigger pockets. All I want to help you. I want you to be my mentor. I'll do. I'm like honestly, guys, this is hard work. Like, <laughs> are you ready? Like it's patience. It takes a while. Real estate is not a get rich quick scheme. So those are three tactical steps you can do right now. So just to review FHA loan 3.5, if you're not in a good market because it's high priced, right? California, you know, SoCal or New York city or wherever move to a Sunbelt state. Third, get a mentor. Actually, that is super important. Yeah, all those three things, explore, move, and mentor. And yes. that, that applies, you know, way beyond just real estate. So you're dropping a lot of nuggets because uh, in the real estate specific, I bought my first house when I was 25, 26. I had 4,500, five grand in my pocket. And it was either buy a motorcycle or invest <laughs> in it. And I actually went to go test to drive a motorcycle and I dropped it. And I go, that's probably not a good idea. I bought not a good idea. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm super happy. I was not great at motorcycle riding. But uh, anyways, I, I bought the house and just kind of like you did. That was my first deal and uh, kind of kept moving from that point. But if you, well, I was blessed in a good, you know, I bought a $116,000 house, three bedroom, two baths, 1600 square feet, San Antonio, Texas. If I would have been born in California, probably a little different, but you know, like Ola said, we, you know, we live in the greatest country in the world, you know, and you're not a tree. You're, you know, you're not a tree. Jim Rohn said that. You know? I like that. You're not a tree. You can move. Yeah. So you can put yourself in a different position and then get a mentor. So whether you want to be, you know, the, the highest paid attorney, doctor, lawyer, you want to be an astrophysicist, this applies. You want to be one of the best real estate investors in the country. Same, same process. I love it. So that's awesome. So you did that first deal, Ola, and then maybe quickly talk about like, you know, what you did, you, you sourced deals, you bought your second, you thought your third, you know, mm -hmm. was that another two, three years? It's, you were moving quick. What's your, yes. you know, what were the hits? Yeah. So, hits? okay. So I, I have to, I have to drop this too, because we bought this, this very first home. We looked at our accounts a few months later. We're like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Let's go do this. But then I fell for something called shiny object syndrome during that time. Yeah. So I got a mentor. I take my advice. I got a mentor and then he was kind of showing me how to syndicate, you know, buy apartments. One of the best in the industry, still one of the best. So I was doing that program. But as I was doing that, I met a guy that said, hey, Ola, let's go flip houses. And during that time, I was obviously binge watching HGTV and I was like this is easy I mean come on this is <laughs> this is the this is the easiest thing in the world it's a 30 <laughs> so, minute show man buy it flip <laughs> it gone 30 minutes later 
and you make 50 grand. I was like, I can do this. this is so easy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, so I, you know, we bought a property, you know, you know me shortly thereafter <laughs> when we started flipping. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, what has HGTV done to me? I'm becoming a monster. I don't like this. I don't have the temperament. It was not fun. <laughs> you know, the project took longer than it should. We over rehabbed, you know, it was just, I mean, we got it sold after like in 10 days, but it was just not me. Right. And then shortly thereafter, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe it's not too bad. Maybe, okay. Let, let me do it again. Second time is a charm, right? <laughs> no. And then I bought a, a bigger property. This is all of my, I think it's on my Instagram for anyone that wants to check it out, our dwelling page. Then we did a full gut on this, you know, 2,500 square foot house. Obviously, just more intense, but, you know, me, I'm just really resilient and persistent, right? Um, we finished it, but which I was like, no, I'm done. But what I want to say to folks is that two-year gap, it almost felt like 10 years of my, you know, syndication. Like, in life, there's always a price to pay. And I, I'd say this, and there's never a discount. You always have to pay the full price. So I pay that price of you know, moving out of my asset class, right, of interest, which is multifamily, to single family because I was going after money, right? Like this shiny up the Like if I get 50K or 100K, I can keep doing that and I'll buy more, you know, apartments. And then when I kind of, yeah, I guess, quote unquote, came back, all my peers were buying 100 units, 150 units. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I was chasing you know, pennies, you know, while I could have been, you know, anyway. So by the time I, I go back, I was still lucky because I plugged in into my mentors network and we had a, you know, group. So what I did then was I partnered with some of the guys on the group and then we bought our first building and then, we, you know, here in Houston, Texas. And then, you know, then we, we did a second. That was, a, you know, and then we did another one. So for me, I was still able to kind of bounce back but I, wanna, I wanted to share that story because I want folks to really understand that anyone can still fall for the shiny object syndrome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so hard to stay focused sometimes, especially when you learn one thing, you know, something you've never learned before and your eyes are open and you're like, oh, you have courage, you have that ambition, you understand a little bit, I can go conquer that. And then somebody comes into the side and says, hey, we have this opportunity to do 10 times more. And you take that mindset or motivation and you kind of apply it to something else. When you were learning, example, you were learning how to do multifamily syndication and go buy apartment complexes. And yes, I am uh, guilty, my friend. I, I, oh, yeah, I, you. <laughs> I am yeah. guilty. Yeah. So, and those three deals that you're talking about, well, a good part was you never left your mentor group you were still plugged in, you were watching what your peer group, maybe the people that I guess started at the same time as you did. So they were still plugging away and the power of a team networking, you were in there. And so you can, you can slide right in and 500 doors later. <laughs> Something along yep. those lines. Yes, correct. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it still took a lot of effort, right? Because you're not just going to come back and, you know, like it still took a lot of effort, but I was still building my, my network, I was still building my investor list, right? I was still kind of push, pushing out content, as you mentioned, right? So that helped, you know, kind of, you know, lessen the blow, right? So I, I, for me personally, I guess you can say it worked out. I mean, we'll never know if I didn't go into flipping, right? Maybe I would have been, uh, 
2018. Who knows, right? But it is what it is. And I, and I learned so much about myself throughout that process. I guess I would say I wouldn't change anything because that's, that's what happened. And, and I take it as that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when did you, in that string, when did you start your podcast? Where was that? Hello, hello. You're listening to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. If you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you're serious about achieving financial freedom. Are you ready to create your own path through multifamily investing for yourself and your family? Then I know you're going to appreciate our investor's guide to multifamily investing. It's titled Tackling Commercial Real Estate the Easy Way. We use this guide to invest ourselves in $93 million worth of real estate. So we're going to show you the basic mechanics of multifamily syndications and how to evaluate your next passive investment opportunity. So the best part, if you subscribe to our podcast now, leave us a review and a rating. I'm going to give you a free copy of our ebook. So please take a moment to do that now. Once you've done that, go to 5tcre.com forward slash ebook, 5tcre.com forward slash ebook. Make sure to let us know you left a review and we're going to send you a free copy. So thank you so much for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast. We really appreciate it. Good question. So my podcast was part of my program, right? It was part of my mentorship program. So I would probably say I started my podcast. I'll probably say probably five months into it, maybe as well. Five, six months into it, I believe. Because I was I was kind of going back and forth if I should do. Because basically, as part of mentorship program, you have to have a what we consider a thought leadership platform. platform. So it could be like, yeah, yeah. It could be like a blog. It could be like you know, a YouTube channel. Or it could be a podcast, right? And this was when people didn't even know what podcasts were. This was ages ago, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. so I decided to do the pod. It was a little bit complicated at the time because you have to get, you know, this third party website anyway, but I decided to go with a, a podcast and it was, it was kind of fun because, you know, I was starting out so I'd get to interview great people like yourself, you know, I enjoyed that, you know, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I, because of your podcast, I had probably at least two or three people reach out and then some of the people that I already knew said, Hey, I saw your, I saw your I saw interview you, on, the, yeah. on the Holodonta show. And I was like, Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So yeah, it, it works. It works. Yeah, absolutely. And so you've done the podcast for how many years? Oh, it's almost three years now, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of effort. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, this. I'm preaching to the choir right now. Yeah. <laughs> but for those that don't really understand the same what I'm, I'm drawing a lot of parallels to it. And actually my, one of my mentors and coaches was, was like, well, don't start a newsletter, even a newsletter. Don't start a monthly newsletter unless you're going to commit to doing that every single month. Because if you mm-hmm. miss a month or you skip or something, you stop looks really bad. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. He's like, and mm-hmm. if you do a podcast, get ready to invest two years of time without any kind of return whatsoever, just put it out there. And if you're comfortable doing that, then maybe you could consider starting. So now that I'm kind of in it and see it, I go, oh, yeah, he was absolutely right. And I see a lot of similarities, though, in the, the follow through, the commitment, the dedication to, you know, the investing in multifamily syndications. It's not a quick thing, but man, I, I learn a lot. I network with great people. You know, we're trying to buy one deal at a time. I'm looking through a bunch of opportunities and a bunch of them done an underwrite and things like that. But, you know, Talk a little bit about maybe those parallels because you very persistent, 
you deliver, you follow through, you know, since the very moment I met you. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like I had a young person come to work with me lately. And, you know, I just I think they're called what Generation X, I think just I'm a millennial, but the ones before us, I'm sorry. Yeah, the ones after us, should I say, they're in their 20s now. And, you know, they're very heavy on social media use and they're very used to that quick gratification. And I was just constantly having to tell this young person like, hey, you know, real estate investing, you know, has multitudes of, of, of components to it, right? And all of those take time, you know, like if you, even if you want to wholesale, right, before you get your systems, I mean, if you want to really, really, you know, wholesale at scale, not, you know, one deal a year, you know, it yeah. just takes time. Like anything worth doing, what's doing well i mean we've been doing our podcast for almost three years now and we've pushed our content every week now when i go to big conferences that you pay you know a lot of money to go to and i see guys on the stage that have ten thousand units never had to host a podcast yeah. and i'm like what what am i doing <laughs> like what am i doing you know so but you have to be okay with you know your path and go through it Every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year, it has to be about what you said, consistency. And, you know, just really having that resilient mindset that, you know, you can see, you know, the end of that tunnel, but you have to keep marching forward. And I want to say something as well. Like I wake up every day, I meditate, I do my, through my walk, you know, I have my routine, but nobody is liking me when I wake up at you know, 4.45 a.m. or 5 a.m. every day, right? Nobody's giving me a, a, a Facebook like or, or, or an Instagram like when I run three miles every morning, right? Or when I get rejected, right, you know, by a seller or when I, when I lose a deal. Like, people don't see that part. People see yeah. Grant Cardone with all the money on his hand and his nice private jet, but, like, there's this effort, this consistency that goes all the way before you see the shiny part. And I think it's important for us, for those coming after us, you know, so they really know that to be successful takes a lot of, even the big guys, the Bill Gates, you know, the, 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 you know, the Steve Jobs, it's, it's a lot. So, you know, to go back to your question, I definitely see parallels in just, you know, doing something as almost as, you know, I don't want to say silly as releasing content at a consistency you know, level and then buying an apartment building. It's the same thing, like I said, running three miles every day, right? It's the same discipline. If you don't have that, it's very difficult to get it, to get anything achieved. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So that's awesome. So thank you very much for sharing and just being so open, uh, Ola, to, to, you know, share with our network. And I think there's a lot of good nuggets here that we can go back and rewind and, and, you know, take some notes. I've been taking a good amounts myself. So that's good. Okay. So the buildings that you're doing today, like talk us up, talk through the current business as it sits today. You have 500 doors. You're always looking for more. You had something under contract. You're trying to buy something. What's going on in your world as the multifamily syndicator, raising capital, putting offers? Yeah. Good question. So one of the premise of moving from you know, Baltimore, Maryland to Houston, Texas, Katy, Texas, to be, to be specific, was to turn our company from just a sole investment firm to a vertically integrated 
firm. So for those that don't know what that means, essentially what we do is we kind of consolidate the functions, the lines of business into our organization. So starting from, you know, actually buying, which is investing, then management of those assets. So we do that and then developing. So that's why we moved. And, you know, that I just wanted to kind of push that before I said what I'm going to say next. So we've been trying to develop and obviously with everybody in the world right now, COVID-19 hit and a lot of offices are now been in, you know, just in trouble, right? Because a lot of I mean, no one's going to the offices right now. So one of the deals that, you know, we're looking at right now, or we were looking at was an office building here in, in, North, in North Houston, actually. And we were basically looking to turn it from office to mixed use, right? So ground floor, what I like to call pandemic recession-proof retail, basically the retail that did not go away with the, with the pandemic. So we're going to have a ground floor, you know, retail, and then 135 apartments, right, on the second to 10th floor, big office building, about 180K square foot. We, you know, basically we had, you know, the LOI in, we had our price, everything was looking great. We, you know, we had my, my architect give us a really good drawing. We were kind of good to go. We were, we've been working on this deal for probably four months now with my team. You know, we've got the lenders, the MEP, um, engineers, we've, you know, we've got you know, the architect, we've got the general contractors, you know, we're doing our site visit, everything was looking great. And, you know, I was just waiting that, you know, when we close on this deal, we can share it with our network and people can kind of see what we're doing. And then we got an email. Uh, I, I think it was um, just this, this Monday, I believe it was, or yeah, that somebody just came and gave the, the seller basically $10 more in square foot. That's kind of how you buy some of them, these buildings than we did, right? So they were willing to pay, <laughs> you know, a ridiculous amount of money more than we, you know, we could for, for the building. So we, we lost that on that deal. And the reason I'm bringing this up as well is, you know, you have to be ready for that, right? Like anybody that has been in real estate for long enough will tell you that it's, it's an up and down business, right? You could be like happy in the morning and like extremely sad at night, right? I call it like a depressive induced business, right? You, you could be like happy in the morning and then my wife is like, What's, what happened to you? And, you know, and that's fine. That's, I don't think it's unique to real estate. I think it's, I think it's entrepreneurship, right? So you need to be aware of that. You need to be aware of your predisposition to that nature of work, right? So that's why guys like me wake up, run, exercise, because what I'm trying to do is reduce my stress hormone called cortisol every morning. That's why I meditate. So I remain calm and level-headed. I can make better decisions. I can be more creative. Those things sound like, what is this guy talking about? But that's why 80% of businesses <laughs> fail because you have to start from the inside before you can really execute on the outside. And you cannot leave that part. There's a big, big conversation on mindset. I'm sure anyone, you know, alive in 2020 has heard that, you know, mindset is great. And I'm huge on mindset. But you have to think about, you know, soul set, right? Your soul. You have to think about, your skill set. You can read all the books and listen to all the motivational. If you don't have the skills because you don't know where to, you know, attain the skills, then you're just going to be like what I call a motivated fool, right? You are so motivated, but you're not doing anything, right? But then, you know, your heart set, like where is your heart, 
right? So you have to understand how every single one of those things actually piece together. And I'm not very smart. That's from a book I just read called The 5 a.m. Club. So if you want to check that out, it's a great book. And that's why I got that from. So things like that help. You've got to be an avid reader, right? So you have, people think, oh, I just want to jump into real estate. No, no, stop. <laughs> think about how, how were you brought up? How do you see the world, right? And I want to go back and I'll conclude here. When I said America is the world, somebody might absolutely disagree with me. But I've been saying for a little while now, this is how I see America. America is like a runway. Like just picture a runway, like, you know, where the planes take off. And on that runway, there's gold, diamonds, um, honey, sugar, you know, beautiful homes, snakes. Dinosaur, T-Rex, Lion about to kill you, right? <laughs> right? That's America. Uh, that is America. America is the same country that has elected the first black president in the West and also elected Donald Trump, you know, regardless of where, where you stand. Uh, but that pretty, is the beauty. They, well, I would say are pretty, you know, pretty opposite, <laughs> polar opposite. But that's the beauty. So when you have that mindset... Mm-hmm. You're not telling yourself, oh, I can't do it. Like, uh, you know, like, you can. This is the place to do it. China is trying, but they can never get, get close to the United States. Yeah. Wow. Look at that, man. We'll go rewind that one again. That was <laughs> motivating, inspiring, and then kind of, oh, shocking at the same, all the same time. I love it, Ola. So thank you, man. Yeah, but, you know, you. as a real estate investor, um, you know, people ask me, well, you know, I want to go do what you're doing. And I go, okay, that's, you know. Uh, man, I do too. <laughs> so I absolutely <laughs> want to go do what I'm doing. But, you know, it was uh, my first property that we bought was in 08. And that has been a 12 year journey. And mm. even though I wasn't doing, you know, multifamily syndication in 2008, it took a little bit of muscle, motivation, mental, you know, strength getting developed to sign on the line for the first $116,000 loan, you know? And then took a little extra to have the discipline, save up some money and go do it again. And then again, mm-hmm. and buy eight you know, properties. And then you're like, oh, that's a bigger deal. Seven million, $10 million. It's way different than a hundred. You know, it takes some cycles. It just doesn't come with the flip of switch. And if it does, never you're going to find yourself in new situations that you've never dealt with before either. So you, you, you're not quite sure how you're going to react. And it takes some practice and takes some learning and takes some education and then action. And you got to get comfortable with everything. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So excellently put the way you did it. <laughs> uh, picking up diamonds, picking up gold, picking <laughs> up a beautiful car and then snake and then lion. <laughs> you're like, oh, no, it's nobody told you. me about that. <laughs> Nobody uh, told you about that. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious, man. That's awesome. So yeah, the deal that you were doing, that was a, a new development. Are you going to look for others kind of similar? or what, what's- Absolutely. We're not going to stop. So it's, it's something called adaptive reuse. Yeah. And this is also part of, you know, sustainability. So, you know, typically for some investors, they will see a building, like let's tear that building down. Let's not do that, right? That's not good for for our environment. That's not good for the world. I mean, we're going to have a lot of empty offices. That's just, you know, the way it is right now. So instead of us looking for just raw land, can we adapt what we have, right? And turn them into apartments, right? And it's not just, you know, what we're trying to do wasn't just straight apartments. It was 
you know, apartments, you have a really good, yeah, like a mixed use, you know, draw traffic into the building. After the call, you have to you switch off the recording. I'll show you some of the pictures just so you see it. And, you know, but yeah, but also have like leave work, right? So if, for example, uh, I have a young family and I live in our building, but, you know, I have a really important call, you can pay us $40 a month extra and go to the office space downstairs and you, you have that and just, and it's a quiet space, right? Or you just want to walk from your office downstairs, you can do that too. So I think post-pandemic, it's going to look really different. The different assets that we have will just look a little bit different because the, the residents have a, a different approach to living right now. So in yeah. the UK as well, there's a lot of co-working and co-living going on right now. Yeah, I think this is all smart plays. Some data points that I heard, you know, a little, probably some of it data, some of it a little anecdotal, but one of them was that most of the recessions in our recent past have been about two years. So the fact that we've started one or in one, you know, a couple of years is what we can expect. When you add pandemic on it, it's probably going to be a little longer than two years. Just yes. you know, the overall state of things. We've never had pandemic, recession, you know, this kind of black swan, whatever. But, you know, a few years that people are going to be in this mindset. And even after that time's over, you're still going to have some lingering of, well, I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to put that extra sanitizer. I don't want to be in a large group. It's just, you know, not everyone's like that, but you're going to have some. And, you know, our household, you know, my wife is definitely like that. We're trying to social distance like crazy. So anyways, you'll have, you know, certain people that are okay with big groups and then some people not. And I think that makes a lot of sense. And actually this property, if you're watching the video, I'm pointing at one of our renders, we're buying, and this is when I say we, I'm a passive investor in San Antonio, 65 units. It's uh, taking an office space with retail, oh, on the there bottom, you go. mixed use, there you go. and they're turning the offices into multifamily as well. So I was like, oh, that's curious. It sounds awesome. Ola. So yeah, man, yeah. keep going, get after it. You know, unfortunately we, we can't win them all. And you know, you just, you're obviously going to keep heading after it. So that's awesome, man. And yeah. And I just say like, it's if, you know, if God doesn't want it to be, it's no part of my story. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I hear faith a couple of times and I love sharing mine and I'm glad to hear you're comfortable sharing yours too, brother. So at this point, your very next steps, I catch you at a good time. You just found out about this information Monday. <laughs> you know, it's Friday. What are you doing next week, man? Give me some well, advice. <laughs> we're sending an LOI to buy a land, which is also in an opportunity zone here in Houston. So we just kind of, I mean, we have tons of deals in our pipeline, obviously, so this is on the development side, but also on the, we just threw out another LOI on the investment side. So we're starting to see the market, you know, starting to rebound a little bit in terms of um, investment activities. You know, as you know, Abel, obviously, cap rates are still compressing. You know, we're still trying to, you know, chop a few, you know, base points here from the, on the lending side as we get lend, um, debt quotes. But for the most part, we're still being really optimistic and I'm pretty bullish here as things kind of start to get a little bit better. In terms of new cases, we, the numbers are starting to kind of dip down a little bit in, in Houston. People are starting to get back out. So we're feeling pretty good and optimistic. So for us, next step is really hit the ground running, try to make up some for some of the lockdown times that we've lost, unfortunately. But of course, we saved a lot, a lot of lives. So we're just really trying to hit the market, just go hard and, and kind of keep keep on our, on our trajectory at, at Dwelling. That sounds awesome. Well, if any yeah. of our investors, listeners, people, education, what, you know, all the things that you do, how do I get in touch with you? Where do I reach out to you? What's the best place? 
Yeah, I mean, just um, all the dancers, I'm pretty ubiquitous <laughs> online. So if you just Google my name, I'm everywhere. But also if you can look at this, um, invest with Ola. If you're watching the video, there's like a, a link right here, investwithola.com, um, investwithola.com. And that will kind of redirect you to our dwelling site, which most young people are. If you're into Instagram, you know, DM me and just say, hey, I heard you on an able show. Wanted to reach out. I really appreciate it. Um, even if you don't, if you follow me, I'll, I'll reach out and send you a voice note. Um, I do that to every single person that follows me. So, yeah, hopefully look to connect with you. How in the world do you keep up with, like, everything social right now, man? Do you carve out uh, it's tough. time it's on tough. certain days? Yeah. Or what, do you have yeah. a systematic approach? I'd love to hear any of I, I have to. Yeah. Usually I'll just do it on a Saturday morning, maybe on my walk. I just say, hey, thanks for following me and following my story. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. It's Ola. So they know it's me and not my VA, you know. So I, I do that a lot just to make sure people are, you know, they feel like, you know, I mean, if you follow me, I really appreciate it. So I want to acknowledge that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, good stuff, man. No matter how big, yeah. Yeah, how big there's a lot of voice text going out. <laughs> <laughs> good, man. And is there anything today, you know, that we really haven't talked about that you wanted uh, to discuss? I just didn't ask you about anything, anything in general. I just want to speak to the guy that is listening to this. Maybe you're driving to work and you're like, I really want to do this, but I don't know where to get started. You matter. I want to say to you, I was just like you. You can do this. Align yourself with people, maybe in your area that are doing whatever it is you want to do. I don't care if it's real estate. It could be writing code, right? It does not matter. You can do it and you matter on this world. Yeah, absolutely. It's good insight. And thank you very much for sharing. What markets are you you're investing in Houston? And Houston. No, well, we really like Houston. So kind of four, three to five hour drive from Houston, Antonio, Austin and DFW. I mean, I've looked at a couple of things in San Antonio, but we're really just trying to really narrow into Houston yeah. and maybe some other tertiary markets. Yeah. Um, as you know, as well, um, just kind of, yeah, from us, but we really like Houston a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, thank you, Ola. I appreciate it very much. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I love hearing your Ola Dantes. <laughs> I, you're, I typed that, that out funny. on that. I typed that out on LinkedIn one time uh, to Ola. He, I saw. I saw. He came out with. Uh, he came out on the podcast, and I go, "I'm your host." Anyways, is uh, too funny. Ola, Ola Dantes. I, I appreciate. My wife says the same. So it's not just you. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. <laughs> what a great conversation i've had a good one and you know what you know before you go i forget i almost forgot that you know networking is so important and so valuable i got connected to ola because i i put some posts out on on bigger pockets one time and he picked it up and was like hey i like your story you should come on i was like great in the same week, my personal, my like my coach, Marcus Ogden is a former NFL football player and a construction, former construction guy. Anyways, he was like, you know what? I connected with somebody. I think you guys need to meet. And because he's a big dog, he's going places, he's going the same position, direction you are. You guys need to connect. And Ola's email and Marcus's email. And I looked at him and I go, oh, this is almost like same week, man. So it's just, you know. Networking it is, is so valuable, mentoring, coaching, yes. Ola mentioned those yes. things. He takes the time to like reach out to people and make sure that, that they know he's real and is so valuable. So when you're in there doing your networking stuff on LinkedIn and Facebook and Insta, wherever, wherever, you're, wherever you're at, people are real on the other end of some of them. So, you know, never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. 
Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Hola. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. I am Abel Pacheco. I'm your host for the Five Talents Podcast. If you heard something today that you enjoyed, please leave us a review. Leave Ola a note on a written review. You can reach out to us at 5tcre.com. There are a lot of resources there. And then my man Ola would love to, to reach out to you as well. So connect with him. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Talents Podcast with your host, myself, Abel Pacheco. Each week, we're going to bring you interviews from industry experts and commercial real estate investors who followed their dreams and achieved massive success. Before you leave, let me ask you a few questions. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you learn something valuable? Was your mind stretched to what's possible and what you can achieve? Do you want other experts just like the one you heard today? If you answered yes to any or all of those questions, then please take a moment to subscribe to the Five Talents Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. And most importantly, leave us a written review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us your favorite guests. Give us any feedback. I'm excited to learn and improve so you can get a more valuable show. So thank you again for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast.